What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Alyssa Explains It All. We are back, baby. We are back in 2024. And I, you know, I just realized I was gonna do like a slightly different format for this episode, but we ended up talking so much about very cool and interesting things that I didn't even have time for the other portions of it. But I had my wonderful friend Sage on today, and we talked all about manifesting and goal setting and affirmations and all of these wonderful things to get us all set up for the new year to have the best year ever. Sage is a psychic medium and an intuitive, and she's done training all over the world. She's gone to England and done some really um, cool programs over there. And I tell some stories in the podcast of the things that she has accurately predicted for myself and for other people. I'm going to start keeping a, a running list of the things that she does and says that are absolutely wild because she is on the money every single time. So you're going to love hearing from her. She will teach us all a few little like rituals and some you know, light spell work, if that's what you're into, um, but also just how to manifest from your most highest self place. All this stuff just gets me really motivated. So I hope it does the same for you. And I hope you love this episode. Hi. Hi, Sage. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so happy that you're on. And it's so funny because we've talked to each other every single day, like maniacs from like the beginning to the end of the day. So it's funny to be talking to you now in like this setting. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime. Um, you're like one of my favorite friends to reference just like in life. Like the amount of times where I'm like, my friend Sage, she's a psychic. Um, <laughs> she said, because I feel like like that's like one of the best party tricks to mm-hmm. be a person who is psychic and spiritual and into magic. 
especially mm-hmm. now it's gotten to be very trendy. So everyone's super into it. Now I feel like you've got to be, I feel like a lot of the times I'm the person at a party where everyone wants to ask me something, but I feel like you also have to be a person. So who- I always introduce myself as like an interior designer at first yeah. and then I'll feel it out. Um, mm-hmm. Just cause sometimes I don't feel like really explaining myself yeah. In not because some it's not for everybody. And then sometimes if it feels right, I'll say, Oh, and I'm also a psychic medium. And then yeah. everyone's always like, Wait, okay, interior designer, that's like cool, but can you please just tell me everything about yeah. the psychic medium part? It's so funny because when we met each other, we were both in fashion school. Like we met our freshman year of college going for like fat were you in fashion merchandising also? Management, I think. Management. I don't remember. I think it was management. Okay. And then we both are just like completely not doing that at all, even like a not bit. at all, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Would you describe like when you talk about your mediumship role, would you say psychic medium is like the way that you would describe that type of work for you? Like what are yeah, the title? I basically say psychic medium now. I also do healing, not in a Reiki way at all. We learned mm-hmm. when I went to Arthur Finley in England, a different method that's spirit healing Mm -hmm. um so it's intertwined with the mediumship so i do healing as well but yeah basically i just say psychic medium so how did you get into doing that type of work like what was the path there so i went into interior design after fashion school because i always really liked design they say a lot of creatives are actually really intuitive and don't even realize it like Mm -hmm. interior design fashion artist um writers because we always get these like visualizations or just knowings but a lot of people like write it off like I never realized I was using my intuition I would just always be like I know my client's gonna like this you know because um mediumship or psychic readings a lot are through using your clairvoyance which is your seeing so Mm -hmm. creatives always use like their seeing visualization so i was using it for so many years without realizing it because i honestly didn't believe in psychic mediumship (laughs) (laughs) i didn't which is why this whole thing is so funny and then someone close to me passed away i kept getting so many signs and i was like what is this like this this can't be real. I kept writing it off like people typically do. That's such a weird coincidence, you know, Mm -hmm. that thing, which I think that's really what closes people off over the years. Um, But then I started looking into it and I was like, wait, maybe this is real. And I found this teacher in LA. I took some online courses with her. And after the first class, I was like, wow, I'm a medium, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) so ever since then, yeah, like, that's really how I got into it. And that's, I just kept taking different classes, going back and forth to England, to Arthur Finley. Mm -hmm. um, And yeah, just all kind of fell into place from there. That's so cool. Was there any one moment that you remember where you were like, oh, shit, I am good at this? Honestly, I think like, maybe because this was like the biggest shock was, that first class I ever took when I like, so was like, I'm not sure this is real, but I'm just going to take the class. Mm -hmm. They had us doing readings in like the first, like maybe hour. And she just basically was like, okay, close your eyes. Like, and see the first like few things that come up to you, like setting the intention to someone else in the class. And I got these couple things like come through and I didn't even understand what that meant. It's like things just popping in your head. And basically I was like, 
okay, like, yeah, I'm thinking of like a husband and this and that. And like, everything made sense for that mm-hmm. lady. And I was like, what just happened? Like, how did I just do that? And I think that was yeah. like the first like mind blowing thing. Um, but honestly, I think every reading still kind of shocks me sometimes. <laughs> like, it's like, I obviously don't want to act shocked in front of a client. Cause like, yeah, I know I'm a medium, but still yeah. sometimes you're just like, whoa, like, like how, how did that happen? You know, yeah. spirit just will talk to you so clearly sometimes. There, I love every now and then I'll just like get a voice note from you where you're like, I just did a reading and the craziest shit just happened and I need to tell you about it. <laughs> One of the ones that sticks out to me is recently you were doing a reading for a woman whose wife had unfortunately passed away and you guys were finishing the call and just kind of like, like the reading was over and you're just like recapping and whatever and unwinding, I guess, from the, and then in the FaceTime, there's birthday balloons coming up behind you. And then you Crazy. found out later that her birthday was coming up and you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, her birthday was like the following day. And like this, the the sitter was like, did you do that? And I was like, no, like, I don't even know how to do that. Like, I didn't even know you could like have balloons. I know you could do that through like texting, but I literally had no idea you could do that on FaceTime. So, so crazy. Yeah. It really depends on the spirit too. Some of them are just super strong. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I think the first time I, I knew that I was like, oh shit, like she is good at this. Was and I tell this story so many times, so you're probably like sick of hearing it. But there was one Christmas where you texted me and asked me if someone in the room had a heart necklace. And my nonna, my grandma, has a necklace that's in the shape of a heart with my nunno on it. And like I it didn't even resonate with me that it was the shape of a heart. I knew she had a necklace with his face on it. And there's no way, like I, I, you met her for the first time recently, and this this happened yeah, like years that was ago. Years ago, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no way. And then there, like that whole year, he came through to you randomly, like when we would have yeah, family gatherings. Like, it was I like know him. It's really funny because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm like people are like regulars, and like I feel like I start to like know their entire family, like in spirit. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's just so cool. And you've taught me a lot that has like, honestly, it's like transformed my life to be able to know all of this stuff, especially because I'm not a religious person. I'm not like into that, that type of spirituality, like spiritual energy has always meant something different to me growing up because it was all related to religion, which I didn't feel that close to. And then now being close to you and knowing about spirituality in this sense, like Mm -hmm. just makes so much more sense to me. And so even now, like preparing for this year and getting all of my ducks in a row to have the best year ever, I feel like I a lot of it was like uh, was related to doing this like kind of spiritual and mental prep. Like even I think the Mm -hmm. year before my mom, my sister and I had done something that you suggested to us, which was to manifest while with like tea and spinning our little um, spoons in it clockwise. Yeah. That's yeah, such a good and- easy one. I love that one. It's so it's so simple and so powerful. A lot of people think like if a spell or whatever you want to call it, a ritual, whatever, some things might sound a little woo-woo, so whatever you want to say. But <laughs> um, sometimes people think like something so simple, oh, it's not going to be like powerful because that's like so easy. But it's actually a lot of the times the simplest rituals or spells are the strongest because you're not mm-hmm. getting distracted with I need this ingredient and I need to do this five times and this three times and say this. It's so mm-hmm. it's like actually you're focusing your energy easier because 
you're just paying attention on what your intention is without getting distracted. So literally that tea spell, I tell everyone, it's like so good. You literally have your tea, stare down at it. You're basically charging it, imagining what you want, and then just stir it clockwise Mm -hmm. and then drink it. And you're like drinking your intentions and that's it. Yeah. I love that one. And I think for people who are, of course, this is not going to be for everybody. There's going to be people who are like, it's just not their thing. And that's totally fine. But I think if you're sort of on the fence, the way that I always think about doing this kind of stuff is, especially with manifesting, actually, even with affirmations, with affirmations, there's like science to show that that works. Mm -hmm. And that actually helps to change your brain chemistry and get you in a better place. But for things like manifestation, there is some level of it and we'll talk about that a little bit later. That is, there is some science to it. But also, I just think if you're spending this time and this energy and like your intentions are to really focus on, okay, I'm going to manifest this goal of like buying a house, the likelihood of you making decisions that entire year that are in favor of that goal is going to be way higher if you're continuously manifesting and continuously like putting all this energy into it. It kind of just like you have nothing to lose by yeah. by doing that kind of thing. Yeah, because it's funny because I honestly didn't believe in affirmations. Like it's not that I didn't believe in, I don't know. I just like was kind of like, I was, very, this was like not too long ago either. Maybe like th- two or three years ago, I was like very spiritual at the time. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like affirmations don't really, I don't think it's for me because not everything has to be for everyone, you know? I was like, mm. I think it's a little silly to just like say a sentence and, you know? But I ended up doing them because my friend was like, you have nothing to lose. Just do it. Why not just do it? Just try it. And it ended up being like life changing. So, yeah, yeah, I always recommend like just try it. Like, why not? Why not? Um, So as you've been setting up your own year and preparing for I mean, you can do this anytime. I think it just always feels good in the beginning of the year. Is there anything that you feel like is a specifically good way to set yourself up for the best year possible? Yeah, for sure. I think it's important for everyone to really just sit with themselves and just like really like, I know meditating isn't for everyone, but if you could just spend some alone time and just know what you truly want, because I think that a lot of the problem with manifesting a lot is people they're thinking they really want something, but it's more just like they want to please other people, you know? So it's Mm. like, oh, I really want this job because I know this will make my my parents proud. That manifestation Mm. isn't going to come through as quick because it's not for your highest self. So Mm. I think it's really important to sit with yourself and know what you really want. Like that's like the number one thing to start with. When you start to sit with yourself, you also start to like develop your intuition a little more. So you start to trust yourself, which is also so important in manifesting because like, you know, you have all the answers you need. You're not getting external like validation and like getting things from other people. So I think like it's really important to sit with yourself, um, listen to your intuition with what you should be manifesting, like what's what's best for you. And then I think what's really important to remember as well is that when things get difficult, that's when you need to actually like push the most. So I think a lot of people get discouraged um, if what they're wanting doesn't happen right away or, or if the complete opposite thing happens. Like I think that's where a lot of people start to lose it. So I think mm-hmm. that's where you need to actually push yourself more. Yeah. And I think there's also a part of it that's like, like we've talked about higher self 
stuff like where where there's kind of like a there's a version of you that is like almost the best version of yourself that you and the universe is kind of pushing you towards and if you in your mind are like you're you're not totally in touch with who you authentically are and you're manifesting like a house in Malibu but in reality what would actually serve your highest self or serve who you authentically are is a cute little cottage somewhere. The goal that you're trying to manifest might not come through because it just might not actually be what will make exactly. you happy. And so I think that's that's like such a good point that people really should sit with themselves, give themselves the opportunity to really reflect and think, okay, am I Malibu on the water side girl or am I mm -hmm. little cottage in the forest and, girl? And like the universe isn't going to help you like with, with ego things because it, mm. the universe wants to help you be your highest self. So I think sometimes there's confusion. People don't realize they're doing things out of ego. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, I want this really great job because I want to impress people. The universe isn't likely to really help you with that because they yeah. know that's like not what's gonna make you happy. So yeah. that's why it's really important to like make a list of things and be like, okay, am I, do I really want this goal because it's gonna make me truly happy or is it to make other people happy? So I think that doing a list like that in the beginning as well as too, because it's this my authentic self or is this my ego? Yeah, I think that's so that's a great point. And manifestation has blown up so much in the past couple of years. Like I didn't even know manifest manifestation was a thing, I think until maybe like 2020, maybe. Mm -hmm. And now everybody's doing it and you can go on TikTok and buy a manifestation journal and you can go on YouTube and look up ways to manifest and and all of that stuff. You know, we talked a little bit now about being authentic and in what you're looking for do you feel like that's the biggest thing that people are doing wrong when they're manifesting and not getting what they're looking for yeah i think that's one of the things is not um doing it for the authentic reasons and i don't think they do that on purpose again like mm -hmm. i think that's like something that happens like accidental something that's also really important i know i kind of mentioned this a tiny bit was that a lot of people give up when things get difficult and I think that's what people need to do differently in their manifestation as well, because that's kind of when the universe is almost like testing you in a way to make sure you're ready for what you're calling in. Um, and like the universe has the best intentions for us. They just want to make sure you're ready for what you want. So basically it's like, if you're calling this in, calling this in, I really want this. The universe will be like, it goes based off of your vibration. It's like, okay, well, are you truly ready for what you're calling in? And mm -hmm you kind of get tested with like something that's like, let me see, the universe is like, let me see how you're going to handle this. And if you handle it well, and you're like, well, I know I'm worthy for this, even if this situation just made me feel like I'm not, I know I am, then the universe is going to give you what, what your manifestation is going to manifest. So it's kind of like, don't let these hard times um, make you stop just mm -hmm. keep going. And that's when your manifestations really come through. Yeah. I think even thinking of thinking of those moments as little tests to show that you are actually like uh, an example, I think that is helpful is one of my goals and manifestations for this year is to just be more financially stable in general and be better about my spending, be uh, more intentional about what I'm saving and stuff like that. For Christmas, I had asked for like an older model refurbished iPad, which at that time when I had asked for it, I was like, you know, what? I think I could actually use that for like organizing some stuff and put a planner in there and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I don't need it. 
and this is what I told my mom, AKA Santa, I don't need it, but I know she, every now and then it's like Christmas and she's like, I don't know what the fuck to get you guys. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to, you're adults. I don't know. So I was like, if you feel like there, this is, it was like 200 bucks. I was like, if that, if that feels like that fits your, your like budget, um, then this is an idea, but it's not necessary. So it ended up being that she had already kind of like bought the things she wanted to for me for Christmas. So that didn't end up working out, which is totally fine. So then I'm trying on some stuff for whatever stuff that she bought me. Some of it I had to return. Some of it I had to exchange. And I was like, maybe, maybe what I end up returning because I don't really need it or it doesn't fit or whatever. Maybe I could use that money for getting this iPad. And I made my goal like, getting an iPad without paying more than $50 for it. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up being able to like do that. Like I was able, I like, it happened to be that the things I returned were like $130. And then I had gotten um, paid from, I didn't even know I was selling things like on TikTok, but apparently (laughs) I was like, I, I knew I had the option, but I didn't know it actually, I actually did it. Like, and so I had like $30 from that and it was in a credit. So I was going to end up spending like $20 of my own That's money. That's so get funny you actually said that because I've had the same thing like recently where um, I also was like, you know, starting to get anxious a little bit with finances and it's like I was doing really well and that's when you're feeling really good with your manifestations coming through. And then obviously mm-hmm. you go through a period and I was like, oh, uh, like then you start to kind of doubt yourself a little bit, which is so that's when I started like doing all my manifestations even more. Like that's the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. It had to do with like me wanting to be able to like take care of myself, do more self-care. But, you know, that's always so expensive. Like, yeah. oh, I want a facial. I want to work out. Like those things are so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing these manifestations about like abundance, etc. And I think people think that like the universe is just going to like hand you a bunch of cash when you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I want money to flow to me. Like that's not how it happens. Like it happens like in like little pieces and I think people sometimes don't even realize they're getting what they're asking for so Mm. I think it's so important to kind of like pay attention to what you really are receiving because like then that day I went to solid core and they were doing um free facials that day they like partnered and they were like we have one spot available do you want a free facial and I was like wow like yes okay (sighs) check for my self-care that saved me money And then it's like, I went to a coffee shop and, you know, the barista offered me a free coffee like that day. And I know baristas do that sometimes, but I'm just saying like, they don't always do that. So it's things like that, where it's like the universe will start to like hand you things. And it's really important that you pay attention to, to what it's handing you, because the more you start to appreciate it and realize it, the more, the more it gives you. Yeah. And that's actually a really important thing as well. Sometimes I'll write down like three things at the end of the day that I've noticed manifested or that I'm grateful for. And when you do things like that, the universe is like, oh, she's paying attention. Okay. I'm going to keep giving. I love those little examples. And I think you're so right that people don't even realize when they're getting the thing that they are asking for. And I'm, I'm a big fan of journaling in general, and I'm a hypocrite because I don't do it as, I don't do it as regularly as I should, but it's like for moments like that. And I'm a big, um, fan of just writing down being like the things that you're grateful for or even if I don't write them down like a lot of the times if I wake up in the morning and I'm like stressed about my finances or I'm stressed about work or I'm like oh god like I wish I like you know I wish I lived in my own apartment or whatever I will literally sit there and just start thinking of all of the things that I'm grateful for 
and it makes me feel so much better. And when I feel better, I am able to do better. And mm -hmm. I just think that that's so important. Like on my parents' refrigerator, there's a little like card and it says, if tomorrow you only had the things that you were grateful for today, what would be left? And I think about that all the time. And so I always think about like, I'm grateful for my dogs being healthy. I'm grateful for a comfortable bed and a house and food and all these things. And like really appreciating those things it almost like frees up all of that negative energy, it, like releases it all so that I can actually focus on like all of these other greater goals that I, I have exactly. for myself. Yeah. Um, and about the writing thing, I actually had something I really wanted to share about oh, like something that people, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like a few things that people could do. And these were like absolutely life changing for me. I've been doing them for about like two years now. And I think that's when my like manifesting really took off. And that's when I was able to stop my interior design job and do more of what I really wanted, which was like traveling the mediumship readings. And mm -hmm. so different things work for everyone. So like these things might not work for everyone or they could tweak them, but these like I kind of like recommend to everyone because I think they're so incredible. And again, even if you didn't believe them, like I didn't at first, just try them because, yeah. you know, why not? So I do all these, but you could just do like one or whatever. But daily affirmations we just spoke about. I think it's really nice to even just right before you go out um, to just look in the mirror and like say out loud like two or three of them. I've noticed such a big difference with like doing that. Um, so that's really helpful right before you go out somewhere. But for the daily affirmations, I either do them in the morning or at nighttime because I think those that's like the most like powerful time to do it, in my opinion. But also, I think that it could be helpful for people to do it in the middle of the day if they kind of mm -hmm. need like a pick me up. But anyway, I just like open my phone on like the notes app and I just write down, um, you know, uh, I attract abundance and, you know, anything that you want to be manifesting. I I suggest you do that in the morning or the nighttime, even if they're redundant, just keep doing them every day. And the thing that is so fun is that about like six months or a year later to look back and you see how many things you didn't even realize. But if you look mm -hmm. back, that's why it's nice to write them down. You're like, whoa, I actually manifested half my list and I didn't even realize it till looking back. Mm -hmm. I personally basically do like the same list every day and maybe I just add on a couple new things. Um, but yeah, so I totally highly recommend writing those out in the morning or the night. Um, and then this part is more writing wise and it's so interesting, but also in my notes app and you can kind of tailor this to however you want it. Um, I use the words, my guides, but I know that yeah. I don't know if like you could say to my highest self, to whoever, whatever you believe in, you know, um, mm. I like saying guides, but basically I like act like I'm writing like a letter to them. And I do this every day as well, almost every day. And the important thing is not to look at these things as, um, as routines. You want it to be more like as a ritual because if then you like kind of suck the fun out of it. If you're like, oh, I need to wake up early because I need to make time to do this. You know, like you don't mm -hmm. want it to feel like that. So you don't have to do it every day. Um, mm -hmm. And basically I just say like guides and then I write to them, you know, I'm feeling like things aren't really like going like how I want them to right now. Like, you know, I would really 
this is just, I'm making this up, but I would really Mm -hmm. like more like clients. Like, can you please send me clients? Like, just, just let them like come to me and find me. And basically I just, you just write what you're feeling and what you want. Mm -hmm. And basically, you you know, I'm like, oh, I want to step into my highest self, like more and more every day. Um, I want to just be doing what I love. And you could keep it short, like keep it a few sentences. And the thing Mm -hmm. that has been the absolute most life-changing is at the end of it, I say like, show me how easily I manifest. And Mm -hmm. then I say, please give me a big gift today. Those are the last two sentences I always write. Um, And I didn't do this in the beginning, but I've noticed such a shift when I started doing it. I say, please give me a gift today that aligns with my desires. That's what I say. And then it will give you a gift that has to do with what you're calling in. And you'll Mm -hmm. be shocked. And sometimes by the end of the day, I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, I, you know, like I didn't get my big gift today. That's so weird. I'm like, "Hmm, you know what? I really trust the universe because I've seen how many times it comes through with my big gift. Yeah. And things will happen either by the end of the day or early the next morning. Life yeah. changing. I really, 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 even if it sounds silly, if you could just write a couple sentences every day or whenever you can and then end it with show me how quickly I manifest or how easily I manifest and please give me a big gift yeah. uh, that aligns with my desires, I just try it. I'm going to do that. I want to try. That's fun. And I love all of that stuff because I think like it just puts you in as a person who struggles, has struggled with anxiety for a long time. It puts you in a mindset to be like, and I know that even my parents who are religious, they're um, Catholic, like even they say this kind of thing about like about God and how they treat their religion, that it's like. I'm going to take my concerns and just hand them to God because I know he's going to take care of it. It's like a similar thing where it's like less Mm -hmm. of a person and you're more trusting just the universe and like, you know, the sort of forces that be to just take care of it for you. And it just releases some of that anxiety. And I know that the times where I am the least productive, the least confident, the least wanting to try new things or be daring and brave about all of these like things that I'm I'm working towards is when I feel anxious, is when I feel super in my head and when I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. And so doing these things, like it just makes it, it gives you that relief of like, okay, I'm going to put all of my trust into into this other thing, into this universe that's going to hopefully take care of me, <laughs> take care of me back. And then I have and then I now suddenly have this like freedom to be brave and to to do all of the things that I, I wanted to do. It's just like so freeing. It's so nice. It really releases so much anxiety because when I didn't believe in this stuff years ago too, like I thought that like we didn't have any control over things. And then mm-hmm. the more you try it, even if you're unsure you believe it, the more you start to see things come through. And then you just start to really like believe and trust. And you're like, you know what? I know however it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. And it just like is really life-changing in that sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. It totally is. Whether you want to believe it's the universe or the spirit, like your your spirit guides or your past loved ones who are helping you do things every day or the both of them, whatever, whoever you believe it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I believe it's both personally. They only intertwine when, when you like intervene, when you ask them to. So mm-hmm. they let us live our lives or the universe, whatever, will let us live our lives. Unless you ask for something, they're not 
doing anything for you. They want, but they love to help once you ask. Mm-hmm. So that's why like doing these affirmations and writing to them is so important because they get so excited to like jump in once like you you show that this is what you want. Like that's when you'll start to see it more. It's like the only people that naturally have boundaries, <laughs> like appropriate yeah. boundaries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like everyone could take a page out of their book. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, And so we've talked about, obviously, because I am Miss Lady Sex, we've talked about sex magic before. Can you explain what some of like sex magic is and why it's so powerful? Yeah, so powerful. Another thing that's so life changing. Um, It's like manifesting on steroids. Um, So basically, magic and manifestation uses energy to influence the universe. It's like you're raising the energy and then directing it to what you want. Um, so basically, at the orgasm is like the strongest your energy field will ever be. It's like the strongest thing um, to raise your energy. So basically, at the moment of orgasm, you release your intent into the universe of, of what you're calling in, what you want to manifest. Sex magic doesn't have to be alone. It can be alone, um, but it could also be fun to do it with a partner if you guys have a mutual goal mm-hmm. and you could both like if you orgasm together you can both be visualizing the same thing and you could do this through affirmations you could do it through visual visualizations um or even one that i really love is if you make a manifestation board and i suggest this more if you're doing it alone so you're not like pulling out a board while you're like could you imagine? <laughs> john hold on i need to get Honestly. my board I, but I feel like people wouldn't even really be that surprised with us. Though. No, John, John would be like, are you fu- – okay, get get the board, I guess. You're like, did Sage tell you to do this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you actually just, like, right before you orgasm, like, pull out your manifestation board and, like, stare at it, you're that's just, like, releasing all this, like, energy and intent into the universe. Love that. I think that's so fun. I <laughs> I'm still thinking about him funny. It would be John would be like, God, okay, yeah, I get it. And then you would get a text later and he'd be like, what the hell? I know. <laughs> but then he would see it. Ha- then he would see whatever you called a manifest. And he's like, I'll get one of his texts like, Sage, I'm terrified yeah. of you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because you've gotten that text before. A couple of times. Yes. One of the ones, you were so casual about it. And John's brain was literally a mush ball after this. You had had you done a reading with him, and then towards the end, of, or I don't know if it was toward the end, but at some point you said that you got the sense that he might be moving. And he lives with his cousin, and their lease is up in like June. So he was like, "I don't think I'm moving. Like, am I moving?" And and you said he sounded a little worried on the phone. And then I'm not kidding. Like a week later, his cousin tells him with like a six month heads up, essentially. At the end of their at the end of their lease, he's going to move in with his girlfriend. So John's going to have to figure out like what he wants to do next. I swear, I almost passed out because I like, and I never doubt you, but it's just so wild how those things happen, and they they seem to happen like very soon after too. Like that was like a week in, in difference from the time you said it to him to the time that he got that official news. It was so wild. Well, I think- actually, the best part was that we were not doing a reading. I oh, was you weren't. No. He said, could we do a reading? And I said, or he was like, let's do a reading soon. And then it ended up getting postponed. I had to cancel it. It wasn't Mm -hmm. working out with his schedule. 
Um, so he was meant to have a reading that week. Yeah. But then he was going to a concert and I sent him a text because I get this random download when I'm sitting on my sofa. And this happens when I'm friends with people, you know, yeah. it doesn't happen with like strangers really. Um, but I was just like, I texted him. I was like, hey, are you moving? <laughs> <laughs> and this poor kid is like on his way to like enjoy a concert. I probably like ruined his That's night because I probably so made him funny. so anxious. He's like, what? No. And I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I felt bad. And I was like, I should have just waited. That's um, so funny. That's when I got a text from him, like whatever, a week later or something. And he was like, I know I already tell you this all the time, but can I just remind you how, <laughs> how terrified I am of you? <laughs> Oh my god, that was so good. That one was specifically one. That's one of my favorite like sage stories recently. It's so good. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, I, I love all of the the sex magic, and I love I love how much this type of work also just it gives. It feels like it gives the power back to the people that you're talking to, mm-hmm. even when it, even if they're like you're reading somebody who um, just wants to connect with someone who like passed. Like, I think it mm-hmm. it's a powerful moment of healing for them. And then when it comes to doing all these like manifestations and affirmations and stuff, it's really empowering for the people on the receiving end of it. And yeah, I think just for the sex magic portion of it, especially, I feel like it is, is really powerful for women. I don't know why it just kind of feels that way. Yeah, that you're saying that actually, I wanted to add in one more thing that makes sex magic even stronger and Mm -hmm. you don't need to do this. But actually, when you're on your period, Mm -hmm. it is even stronger. Like that's like, makes it like amplifies it. And if you're one of those girls that get your period on the full moon, it's like, yeah, I don't even know what to tell you. Sex magic period, full moon. Like you could do anything. <laughs> that was talking about power. Oh my talking god, about feminine power. Yeah, really. Uh, that was that's another good um, moment where Sage freaked me out when it was a full moon and you were like, you texted me and you're like, do you get your period on the full moon? And I was like, I literally just got it. So yes, <laughs> how are my we downloads? Doing? Sometimes are so weird. Like I'm minding my business and I was like. I think Alyssa has her period. I think yeah. Alyssa got her period today. And you weren't even being moody. I don't even think we, like, spoke it that day. I was like, hey, no. do you have your period? And you yeah. were like, I was like, do you get your period on the full moons? You're like, I didn't until today. Yeah, I literally had gotten, I think, that day or the, the night before. Like, it was, it's so wild. It's so wild. You're so scary. <laughs> That's what being friends with me is like. It's a, I love every second really um and yeah so I I like I said it just has like changed so much of my perspective on things and it make, gives me like a sense of like being in control and and mm-hmm. um being in control and at the same time like surrendering some of my control to just kind of let things work out mm-hmm. the way that they're meant to I think especially recently it's really sunken in how much things happen the way that they're meant to. Like if, if something doesn't come through for you, it was really not meant to. And if something happens that that seems really crazy at the time, like there was someone that, that you know, I dated that was, it was like a crazy situation at the time. It seemed at the time, like what the hell is going on? But in reality, it like domino affected into changing like my whole life. And it took me until maybe like last year or the year before to really understand that all of that had to happen for my life to change the way that it did. And that's such like a beautiful way to like look at things too when Mm -hmm. something like really bad happens and like you're so down and it's like 
once you realize that everything actually really happens for a reason and you know like sometimes people think people just say that to make you feel better Mm -hmm. but truly even if at that moment you can't see what the positive is out of it you you will at some point yeah like I lost my interior design job two years ago and I was devastated I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do I panic I freaked out I ended up having more time to do my mediumship readings which is always what I would have wanted to do full-time if I could and now that's what I'm doing and I didn't look at it like that at the time. And now I'm like, if I didn't lose my job, I would have never been doing, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. It all, like everything all ends up coming together and making sense. It really Um, truly happens for a reason. Yeah, I agree. Um, And so now, because we've been doing all of our kind of like, I think it, it really kind of started just being interested in um like magic stuff and spirituality stuff and we've stayed really close especially in the past like couple of years and mm-hmm. so now we've we started working on this project and i'm mm-hmm. so excited about it sage and i've been so working, oh my god we've been working on it like actual crazy people for the past like like almost like I said only a month. Uh, no, I think like two. Okay. And I'm so excited about it. And so I feel like we need to tell them about the project. This basically was born out of really mostly your brain, actually. Um, I feel like this was something that that like maybe spirit or what, like you had like a, a feeling or something that told you that this would be sort of like. Yeah, I had like a knowing and it started actually more when we started hanging out more, which is so interesting, but yeah. it makes sense because you're like, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you. So, uh, <laughs> so, so we basically, between the two things that we now do, we found how, how much of, our jobs had in common with wanting women especially to feel empowered and to come into their feminine energy and understand that their intuition is really important and their sense of of their they, themselves and their own decisions and their the agency of their own body and really reclaiming their their power as women how much that really means and how many women have a really hard time doing that and so between the two of us, I think that conversation was kind of always happening. And because we found that in each other, it almost felt like, like, duh, we need to share this in some way. <laughs> and I can't believe it actually took us like as long as it did to really realize like we could, we, th- we have so much to share between the two of us. And so you had um, met another friend who does like movement practices. So yoga and um, Tantra and some, I think she was going to, going to get into some somatic practices as well. And so when it was really all three of us, we could, we saw a vision of like, wow, okay, like this could actually be something that really, really helps people. And so we've been working on this community and this platform and it's called Passion and Alchemy. We're going to be going live with it sometime next month. And we're so excited about it. And the mission behind it is to help other women um, embrace their sensuality, honor their pleasure, expand intuition, and really empower them themselves to really like reclaim their that feminine energy again. And so we're going to be having these weekly posts from myself um, doing intimate education and sex education, Sage working on your intuition, and we're going to have um, some 
some people do some movement practices and they'll be rotating. So we get a variety of different kinds of movement and there'll be these little courses that come out every week or little posts every week. And so you'll get to have this really transformative knowledge um, coming from all three of us to come together and build your confidence and your intuition and heal a lot of the the shame that we all kind of inherit from society. And so we're going to have the online community portion of it. And then we're also going to do some in-person events, which will be really exciting. So every week there'll be posts from experts, including Sage and myself. And we're going to be doing things like sex education. We'll do some work on intuition. Then we're also going to have a third section that will be all different types of movement and breath work and um, tantra and all different types of sort of like of the body type of posts and and videos. And so all three of these together will create this environment where we can really heal a lot of the shame that we've all inherited, feel knowledgeable about our own bodies and what our own bodies are capable of and what they're doing, and really bring all of that confidence and empowerment all together. Um, And then we're also going to have these in-person events. So we could do those types of like classes, I guess, or talks, have those conversations in person too. So I'll be in person um, teaching about maybe we'll do a session on like anatomy or we'll do one about the history. I, I love, I prepared this one speech and I can't wait to give it about the history of female sexuality and how it just like sort of spun out of control. It's, it's really interesting. It's, I'm excited to share that. And Sage can teach about manifesting or ritual work. And so all of our knowledge coming together is going to create this really beautiful community. And there'll also be an aspect of it where the people who are members can also speak to each other. So you can have conversations with each other, create this really tight knit community. I'm just really excited about it. I think it's going to be really cool and really unique. It'll be a place to learn and to grow and um, just explore a part of ourselves as women that we don't really get to explore anymore because the world is kind of inherently a masculine place. And I think like the most exciting part about it is that like there are communities, virtual communities that exist, but what we're bringing to it is you're bringing this like education to it, which I don't, I haven't really seen that anywhere in any of these communities to have like this education part of it. Um, And then I'll be doing um, both opening your intuition, manifesting, but also like witchcraft 101, like not Mm -hmm. witchy, but it will be like little like, kind of like your tea thing, like, you know, like simple little rituals and then the body movement. And I think what's nice is that it all is based off of um, like becoming your highest self and this like goddess energy. Um, It's all like intertwined, like they're all different, but all like what we're doing, but it's all for the same purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I like how it all has like that one focus Um, And then I think the best part is the community. Yeah. Like, because like what you said, like you and I always would get so excited to like meet up and just talk about this stuff. And I always said how there was like such a lack of community of like people who you could talk about this and grow with. So I think it's going to be really exciting for people to meet each other. So yeah, the events will be um, really exciting because it will be Alyssa, like you up on the stage like talking and teaching and then me teaching about intuition and um also doing readings for people there um but then we'll also be doing breath work and movement from experts from all over 
um, which will be really cool. And then, you know, we'll have meditations there and just, you know, like one-on-ones with each other and just um, really getting to know each other. And I think it's going to be really special. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I like the Every time we we talk about this project too, it's hard to think of like a way to boil it down into like a sentence because it just feels so much more impactful than that and so much more, so much bigger than that. And the only way that I could like boil it down is really creating like this like sisterhood of of women who want to support each other and do it through all these three different modalities growing what we know because knowledge is power and it makes us feel more um we gain more ownership over our bodies when we know what's going on with them um and then growing their intuition and trusting themselves and knowing that like they know what's best for themselves and even if they don't feel that way now those practices help them grow that confidence so so you can be the person who's going to tell them like you do know how to do this and you do know what you actually want in life and i'm going to show you how we're going to boil it all down and get there and then the movement portion is really important too because all of those different practices they help to release a lot of the shame that we carry in our bodies yeah like there there's tons of studies that show that movement and breath work and meditation and those types of practices really help to relieve that stress of any trauma and any shame and it can also help you just get back into your sensual side and so i think like you said there are other platforms like spiritual platforms where there are there is that community basis and and they're great and they're wonderful at what they do i think where we're really going to stand apart is doing this from the angle of we're going to teach you we're going to give you the tools as opposed to just kind of having having you follow along in this in like a class like you're going to have we're going to teach you the tools so that you actually know and have agency over yourself and your intuition and your movement practices and and all of that stuff and so i think it's going to be awesome and And you all get to talk to each other um share your own stories and become friends and meet in person when we have events it'll be really cool yeah exactly so i'm I'm so excited. excited we have a um email that will go out when the platform is officially launched next month. And so I will put a Google form ready to go. And so we'll be collecting email addresses. So if you wanna be alerted of when the platform goes live, um, put your email in that Google form and we will send you an email when it does. And it's also really great if you are signed up ahead of time because it will likely be free for the first month while we get everything kind of like going the way that we want it to. So um, you'll get early access to everything at a either a very low cost or for free while we while we get the balls rolling. So so yeah, I can't wait. It's good. I think this is like one of the projects I've been most excited for in a really long time. Yeah, it's really what's needed. I think I think it's like what's what's missing, and that's why I'm so excited. Like. Um, it's like something I've wanted for myself for so long. So I'm like, okay, let's just create it and do it. Exactly. It wasn't showing up for us. So we had to create it our damn yeah. selves. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. I hope everybody signs up for the mailing list, the newsletter, so that they can all be informed of when our amazing project is live. And I appreciate you coming on today. I hope that people are going to do some of these manifestation practices. We all learned so much. I'm going to do that little notes one where you write a little like letter to your guides. I'm going to do that. Maybe tonight I'll do that or tomorrow morning. I think. Yeah, I'll do it tonight or tomorrow. And then you have to let me know when you get your big gift. Yeah. Don't forget to end it with 
with that. I yeah, I will. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it so much. And like, who am I kidding? I'll probably talk to you immediately after this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, we are always accepting questions about sex ed, about relationships, life advice. We will accept it all. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email to Alyssa Explains It All Pod at gmail.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 